This is an IELTS Energy podcast, episode 1211. Bury the hatchet and more IELTS idioms. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 22 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash my score. Learn six vocabulary phrases about forgiveness to impress the IELTS examiner in speaking and writing. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get confident. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Aubrey, we are here with another great vocabulary episode, but it's not just for IELTS. No, right? This was on Allers English because this is so helpful for anyone learning English, but also incredibly useful for IELTS because you need idiomatic language. Yes. On the descriptors that the speaking examiner has, guys, it says idiomatic language. You have to have some. You have to show your ability um, in order to get a seven or higher for vocab. So in this episode, you're going to hear guys um, from All Ears English. They've had so many great vocab episodes lately that we couldn't help ourselves. We had to bring you one. But you're going to get six new phrases about forgiveness. Yes, right. There are so many um, questions on IELTS about friendships, relationships, even society and politics where you could use this vocab to totally. boost your score. Get that idiomatic language, right? A lot of times it's about forgiveness. The, these phrases um, are so applicable, guys, to so many different IELTS topics. Um, and one of them that you're going to learn can even be used in writing task two. One of these phrases is formal enough for writing. Um, and we're going to tell you that after you listen to this episode from All Ears English. Hey, Michelle, how's it going today? Hey, Lindsay. Good, good. How are you? I am feeling great. I'm happy and grateful to be on the podcast. So everything is good. What are we getting into today, Michelle? Well, today we're talking about what to do after an argument with someone and like oh. those feelings and letting it go. I mean, Lindsay, when you kind of have a negative experience with someone, is mm -hmm. it easy for you to let things go? Do you try? Are you like often the one to try and fix things? Are you good at swallowing your pride? <laughs> I think it depends on how important the relationship is. But yeah, for sure. I, it, when I have an argument, I internalize a lot and it sticks around for me. Yeah. Um, sometimes with like a chip on my shoulder or with like um anger, like below the surface, if I don't address it, or sometimes just I feel like I've done something wrong and I can't shake that feeling. Yeah. Like it feels really bad. I can't get rid of it. You know? Yeah. Oh, I know. I, I hate that feeling as well. Let, let, let's yes. do, what does that mean to swallow your pride? Ooh, swallow your pride is a great one. It just means you 
put your pride where it belongs, which is in a lower place <laughs> compared yeah. to the relationship, right? Because in the end, our pride is not as important as our relationships. Our pride is the, you know, we're proud, right? It comes from the word proud. Yeah, and to swallow ego. your pride, maybe you go up, maybe you apologize, your ego, you apologize, you say, hey, I was wrong. Right. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about you, Michelle? What's your argument style? I think I'm, I, I saw, and so many times when we, when we talk, I think we're so similar. Like, so we are similar, yeah. Uh, we are similar. <laughs> like, I feel like we do both really internalize mm-hmm. things and we, we, like, I feel mm-hmm. like both of us, we just like, we want things to be yeah. fine like we want yeah. like we it's like it's like very discomfort some people I think are yes. okay with that discomfort of like oh something isn't mm-hmm. right with somebody like for me right. I have a very hard time if there's an issue it it, it mm. weighs on me <laughs> totally weighs on you yes I'm the same way exactly I'd like people to be I don't want anyone to be upset with me yeah. I don't want to feel like I'm not doing the right thing, but do I like that expression too, that I've heard a lot lately to do right by someone. Do you know that expression? Mm, Right. It's basically doing the right, the right thing. thing. Yeah, Mm -hmm. exactly. This is so good. Oh, today we're going to come out with lots of good expressions. And honestly, Michelle, a topic today that everyone needs, right? All of our listeners, you know, if you guys live in English, if you express yourselves in English, eventually there's going to be some kind of argument. We're human beings, right? So we're going to get into this today. But first, Michelle, I want to read some of the names of our awesome reviewers from our Android app. Michelle, we've had this Android app out for about a year and we have tons of listeners. Aren't you excited that finally we have the Android version of the Allers English app? I can't believe that it's already been about a year because <laughs> I feel like, you know, for so long we had people asking about it and it was like, I know. you know, just like a, then it was just a baby and now we're like we're watching it grow. It's growing and, up. <laughs> yeah, it's growing up. So it's a year. Wow. It's amazing. Guys, I want to say a special thank you to a couple of people that reviewed us in Google Play. So thank you to Keiko. Thank you to Alhadra, Omar Alhadra, um, Mohamed Reza, Kermani, Swapnil, Saminder, uh, N.A., Marcos V.S., and Zakin Balbino. These are just a few of the many, many students who are using the Android app to get the transcripts and get the keywords, and they have reviewed us in Google Play. So guys, go over and do the same, and we will try to announce your name on the show if we see your review. Right, Michelle? Absolutely. Thank you so much. We love it. It's so meaningful to us. We love it. We love hearing from you guys and and having you let us know what you think of the show. So leave us your review. Absolutely. So, Lindsay, what about this expression? We were talking about swallowing your pride, but there's another expression, to be the Mm -hmm. bigger person. Ooh, I love that. What I mean, does that mean physically you're taller or larger no, in some way? No, 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 no. It's not about your physical size. I know I could never be the bigger physical person. I'm I'm a small person. Me too. <laughs> I'm only five foot four, and I'm small, so I'll never be the physically the bigger person. But I do like to take that road, right? Take the high road. Maybe we'll do that one too oh my later. Gosh, we'll see. So many. <laughs> uh, there are actually so many, and I wonder how much of this is cultural too. Actually, uh-huh. sometimes I think about you know what are the narratives that we grew up in, the the stories that we read in terms of what is the right thing to do in life, right? Like honesty, I don't know how much of that is cultural valued in our culture or how much of that is our family, our parents values that they pass on to us. It's a good question, actually. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Something to reflect on for sure. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. So yeah. So be the bigger person just means do the right thing. You know, maybe, maybe you're in, in a, 
in an argument with someone and that person is just getting dirty, right? The ego, they're throwing out insults and you're not going to do that. You're going to be the bigger person. You're not going to insult the person and take cheap shots, right? Cheap shots. You, yeah. Cheap shots. Oh my God, Michelle, the vocab is just pouring uh, know, out of us really today. <laughs> Instead, you're going to apologize or you're going to get down to the real issue. Right, right, right. Exactly. So it's kind of like that idea of swallowing your pride. So mm-hmm. now we're going to teach some expressions that are about like making making up, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so perfect. Getting done with the argument. So what's the first one, Lindsay? Okay. Patch things up. So imagine, I mean, do you do any sewing, Michelle, yourself? Do you sew? <laughs> Uh, no, not my, no, not I don't. But um, when I was uh, when I was a, a little younger, I did uh, like my grandmother loved to sew, and I actually uh-huh. remember um sewing with her and like learning and because you know what I re- sorry now I'm like getting into it, but now I, I remember <laughs> there was um a school project where we had to be an apprentice. Um, Ooh, and cool. yeah, we had to like learn something from somebody. So I was for my grandmother. And she, it was oh. a so so we decided to do sewing and I still like I remember she taught me how to make like a sew a pillow it was like with two felt pieces of felt and like very simple yeah. stuff and like a little bag um, with an M on it and um, I still <laughs> I still remember what those things look like so it was kind of a good memory Aww. but no I haven't I, I should t- I should try sewing or something like that for my grandma. <laughs> oh, that's such a nice memory you had with your yeah. grandmother. That's yeah. so cool. It's really nice to have those. I bet a lot of our listeners have memories, you know, with their grandparents too. And it's things that we treasure. Oh. It's a special relationship, right? With your grandparents. Yeah. I watch my parents with my with my niece and it's so cute because I mean, she can be a little crazy sometimes, but they don't need to discipline her the way her parents do, right? And it's so <laughs> nice. Like they get to be the grandparents. What a great deal. <laughs> yes. My my mom always says, Oh, it's much easier. It's much easier to be yeah. A grandparent. <laughs> for sure, um. for sure. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So yeah, so patch things up is about, right, it comes from this idea of selling, but we're not talking about taking a needle and thread, right, Michelle? Right, right. yeah. I mean, I, I, I would assume it comes from selling. Yeah, this idea Probably. of like, you know, how you put patches in jeans or patches of, yeah. it's like connecting like the, you know, there's a hole and you're kind of, you're, you're making it better. So, you mm-hmm. know, it, it's this idea of, oh, there's a, there's an argument and you're doing something to to make it better, to fix it, to to yeah. sew it all yeah. up. So you could I say something like, uh, so this is, I mean, a great phrasal verb, uh, mm-hmm. right? This is a phrasal Ooh, verb. Patch up, patch yeah, up. this is a phrasal verb. You're right. It is Ooh, a phrasal the verb. phrasal verbs strike back. They come back again, guys. They're always here. <laughs> so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you could say, let's patch things up. And we usually do say patch things up like that. Um, mm, so yeah. in that little chunk. So let's patch things up. I don't want to fight anymore. Awesome. I'm actually interviewing someone later today, who, by the way, will be on the show much before this episode comes out, um, more like in March sometime. But he is he specializes in phrasal verbs. Oh, so that's going to be kind of fun to talk with Alex Bricker is his name. He'll be on the show and we're going to go deep into some phrasal verbs. Yeah, fun. Excellent. <laughs> love it. Love yeah. it. Love it. Yep. 
All right. Um, so the next one, Michelle, what is it? So this one is a very, uh, you're not going to use this with everybody. No. But, uh, <laughs> it's kiss and makeup. Or you could just mm-hmm. say makeup, you know? Yeah. When I when I hear the word makeup, like let's make up, I think of little kids. Like I think of yeah. my seven-year-old arguments with my friends, especially girls. Like, oh, we've been fighting for a week. Let's make up. Like you walk yeah. over to the friend's house, like <laughs> I want to make up, right? It's such a it's a little <laughs> bit juvenile. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I I definitely see that. And then when you say kiss and makeup, it's kind of cute. That's another yeah. It's like cute sounding, but it's like good for couples, or sometimes people might say it to kids, like, oh, kiss and makeup, or like like, you know, to sure. siblings or uh, yes, family siblings. members. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah, I could. T- I think I'm pretty sure my my dad said this to my brother and I. He doesn't actually expect you to kiss your sibling, right? right. Be like, oh, no. It's just like, oh, come on, kids. Kiss and make up. Let's move on. It's just an expression. Okay? It's an expression. Exactly. It doesn't necessarily have to involve an actual kiss. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And here's a sample sentence. All right, you two. Now, kiss and make up. You make such a great relation. You have such a great relationship. Yeah. So I love how you said that. Couples, uh, siblings, kid friends, right? Things like that. A little juvenile. I would not use it at work no. with a colleague. Mm-hmm. That's the key. Right. That is that is the key. That would be a little <laughs> bit strange. Um, so so um, another one is to smooth things over. Hmm. Yep. I like this one. Smooth things over. So for example, I'm going to talk to him and smooth things over. I don't have the energy to fight. I'll be the bigger person. So here we're getting in bigger person. So that's fantastic. Um, when I think of smooth things over, I think of like smoothing peanut butter, like a peanut butter on a piece of bread or something. You're you always thinking about knife. peanut butter. I do think about peanut butter a lot. Uh, <laughs> but it's usually from a spoon. Yeah, true, true. <laughs> Actually, this week I just didn't buy the peanut butter. So I realized like maybe it is one of my big weaknesses. So sometimes I just don't buy the peanut butter. So then I can't eat the peanut butter when it's at home. You know what oh. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I've been eating a lot of peanut butter nowadays, actually. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's all right. All right, Michelle. And, and then what would be the next one? Uh, this one is bury the hatchet. Now this one. (laughs) Interesting. This one sounds so intense. I mean, what is, what is a hatchet? (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. I guess this is a weapon. It's considered, I guess they're referring to like a weapon, right? A hatchet is kind of a. Look up a picture of a hatchet. Isn't it like an axe? I'm going to look it up now too. Yeah. It's like an axe. Yep. It's an, when I, when I Google hatchet, I see kind of like a hand axe, something you hold in your hand, very similar to an axe. But I've never quite understood what this means. I guess this means someone hurt someone, metaphorically speaking, with a hatchet. Not literally. Please, we're not talking about taking a weapon no, no, no. to someone. But metaphorically speaking, and now you want to take that weapon and b- get rid of it. So you're trying to get rid of what happened. Like you're trying to forget about what happened. Is that how you interpret that, Michelle? Right. It's like you're buried. Yeah, the hatchet is almost like the symbol of the fight, right? Of the it's fight. Like the, mm-hmm. the sharpness, the, you know, the terrible thing. And to bury it is to just say, okay, we're done. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That makes me think of this new trend. The last couple of years I've seen is axe throwing. Have you, uh, have you been, have you tried that or seen that anywhere? Axe throwing? So yes, I have been axe throwing, but I was too scared to do it. I stood, I, oh. I like, I like stood <laughs> here a little laughing at me. I, I stood That's like so in the back and like, I just like got, I was just like, I'm not doing it. I can't do it. Like it just freaked me out too much. Have you been? 
Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, I've been a number of times out here really? um, for like birthday parties a few years and in Boston too. It's fun, actually. It's a good workout for the abs because you have to get your whole body in it. Guys, this is a trend now. We have weird trends in the U.S., right? So it's kind of a, a, a party spot. You bring your friends Saturday evening. You buy a space for maybe uh, maybe six to eight friends or something like that. And everyone just takes turns throwing the axe into the bullseye. And you get points based on how close to the center you get the axe. Um, yeah. yeah, it's a trendy, fun thing to do. I mean, what's next? You're not next, scared right? when you throw it? No, I was at first, like the very first throw. And then you realize you learn how to hold it. And then you realize you have, you know, there are safety measures in place, right? Like you have to be standing in a certain place to throw it. Um, and yeah, hopefully you won't like throw it backwards. Well, that's, <laughs> well, that's my fear. I mean, if you've ever like, I mean, people have seen me do bowling and ski ball and I'm always the one that it goes in the other person's lane. <laughs> maybe you shouldn't do axe throwing then, Michelle. Right. You should just I, go I mean, and I, I don't think I should be allowed. Like I would have to be in like a private room and the axe would have to like have like 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 uh like be covered in marshmallows over the sharp oh, part like it's just like it, some sort of padding so it wouldn't even work i mean yeah. i just yeah it always the you know i i've been known to okay. uh yeah it's a ski ball it goes oh. in the other lane or okay good know. to know if Scary. i get invited to go axe throwing with you i will decline yeah you know. should <laughs> decline or you should go hide somewhere but mostly <laughs> you should come because you'll see me like go into like absolute like nervous energy mode and be like i'm not i can't I can't like and it's genuine I'm not putting on a show I'm really freaked (laughs) that's interesting I had that experience when I was at a shooting range like with with an actual with the NRA guys as part of the course the connected communicator for our students who are in that maybe they don't know that part after the interview at the gun show they took me to uh or I they asked me if I wanted to join them at the shooting range or the gun practice range Mm -hmm. wherever people practice with the NRA and I went and I got the goggles on had the gun in my hand and I could I couldn't shoot it I just couldn't do it it. I was too afraid I was like it's gonna backfire it's gonna like something's gonna happen I just couldn't pull the trigger I couldn't do it. Wow. Um, and so it's fine. It's fine. Maybe I'm just a big wimp, but I just no. don't, I don't like what guns stand for. I don't like them in general. So I just, I just went home or I didn't I... go home. I just left. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I can understand that for sure. Um, should we do a role play? Yeah, let's do the role play, Michelle. We're talking about a lot of interesting things today. Let's get into the role play. Here we go. So here we got in a fight a few days ago about a misunderstanding. We misunderstood a time, I guess yeah. a meeting time. Is yeah. that what? Yeah. So, so yeah, here we're close friends and we had a misunderstanding. Here um, we go. So, and maybe we had a little fight about it. So here we go. Hey, Lindsay. Right. Hey. Um, listen, I really want to smooth things over. I think things got out of hand the other day. Oh, thanks, Michelle. Yeah, okay. Let's bury the hatchet. Thanks for being the bigger person and coming to me. Of course. I wanted to make up. I had to patch things up before your big trip. Yeah, I feel better now. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, I do think it's always almost always good to do this. You know, even honestly, especially as we get older, more mature, smarter in life, even if the other person has done the thing that's wrong, you know, it's good to develop the habit of coming to them and saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, mistakes were made on both sides. Right. You know, most of the time, right? Not to hold that grudge because we hold that in our shoulders physically and it can hurt us. Yeah. Physically, it's not healthy mentally. Yeah. So 
It's good mm-hmm. that here we were patching things up. So yeah, I said, uh, I want to smooth things over, right? With mm-hmm. the peanut butter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All I can think of is peanut butter and a piece of bread now. Yep. Um, okay. And then I said, okay, let's bury the hatchet. Thanks for being the bigger person and coming to me. Mm-hmm. And then I said, uh, I wanted to make up, right? So I didn't say kiss and make up. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah. But I said, mm-hmm. let's, uh, I had to patch things up before your big trip. Because yeah. maybe I was going somewhere and you wouldn't be able to talk to me for a few months. So you wanted to make sure to do that. Right. So, right. so guys, think today. I mean, we have to finish up today's episode. We got to get off the mic here. This has been a good one. But Michelle, what would you say is the takeaway? What should our listeners think about after this episode? Think about like your fighting style, like your argument Mm. style. And is it worth it to start thinking about these expressions, being the bigger person, smoothing things over, you know, um, what was the one about swallowing your pride? You know, is it time to reflect and think, well, could I be, you know, doing some of those things? Very good question. I love it. I'm going to go think about that now too. Good okay. stuff. <laughs> and guys, make sure to get the All Ears English app, allearsenglish.com slash app, and it's out for Android and iOS. Go ahead and leave us a review when you get the app. All, All right. right. <laughs> good stuff, Michelle. I'll talk to you very soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye. What a fantastic vocab episode. Yes, right. So much great information. And maybe you guys noticed the one that you can use task to writing would be great for problem solution essays. Yes, totally. So the the idiom we think is formal enough for writing, guys, is to swallow one's pride. That is definitely um, high level and formal enough for writing. And this would be such a great thing to include in problem solution essays about um, having too much pride or having the wrong attitude, uh, punishing children, um, celebrities, privacy, making mistakes. Like there's so many different topics that this could be used for. So again, you can still use idiomatic language in your writing. Just make sure it's formal enough. Yes, exactly. Right. And all of these would be great for IELTS speaking, right? No matter how informal they are, idiomatic language is what you need. So don't miss all your English episodes. Guys, there's full of great vocab, grammar, idioms, all lots of stuff that you guys need on IELTS. Exactly. So right now, guys, if you're listening in Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you listen, search for All Ears English and hit follow. All right. um, And don't forget to follow us because we will see you tomorrow with another normal IELTS episode. Awesome. Thanks, Jessica. See ya. Thanks. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. <laughs>